News Radio. 92.3, it's a Pensacola expert panel. I'm Jan Casey. Have you ever seen the Rain Credence Clearwater Revival? Uh, I'm here this morning with Pensacola State College's Visual Arts and Performance Arts, Dr. Ken Phillips, he's the department head there, and Brian Weaver is the department head of the the Visual Arts. And I had to play that, and I, I was told him why, because Brian Weaver, if you could have a visual of him, Looks like the 70s, and it's a great memory for me. He, he's the 70s all the way, and I love it. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. And we, we talked about some things, you know, that are important to you and what you have going on. And I said, you know, I, I want to know more about the performing arts and the visual arts. So we will start with you, Dr. Ken. May I call you that, or is that sure, rude? <laughs> Dr. Phillips, I'm, let's talk about your role and what you're doing at Pensacola State College. Well, with performing arts, um, we have an academic program. It's the uh, Pensacola State. We have the Associate of Arts program, and we have advising tracks. So in my program, we have music and theater, and it's a 60-hour program, and it's university transfer degree, which means that once they finish the AA, then our students are ready to transfer to any state university in the state of Florida, and also the most some transfer out of the state but that's what it's for in music um someone who comes in wants to be a a music major we have the applied performance that's uh they get like an hour private lesson per week with with a uh, professional instructor they have the ensembles we have the band we have the choral society um and the jazz band Um, every music major and, and this is just the rite of passage they have the music theory and the ear training and uh then they all piano class because if you're going to graduate from a program, a bachelor's program in music, you're going to have to pass a piano proficiency. So our job is to get the uh, music students ready to move on to the junior level at one of our state universities. With our theater, it's also um, we have acting and directing, uh, stagecraft, learning how to use the, the hammers and the screw guns and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we teach them audition skills, and then they participate in the different productions we have. So maybe they don't realize when they come in, and you're going to help them understand this, that you're not going to just pop up while I be on a stage. There's background work. There, you, you're going to know. Work. You're going to know all the pieces and parts of it, which exactly. is really cool. Yep. Really cool. Okay, Brian, uh, what do you have with the visual arts? Now, do, do the two go together, the performing arts and the visual arts? We tag team every now. Okay. And okay. Yes, and, and, and thank you for having us on this morning. Um, with the visual arts, we have an associate of arts as well, the AA that Ken was talking about, that 60-credit uh, uh, program, that gives them that holistic intro to all the different materials, the media, the contemporary trends in art. Uh, the students become very robust in their eclectic background, and they can then transfer out uh, into a junior, senior year, four-year program with that degree, which is fantastic. And we have articulation agreements, which are these really wonderful two plus two agreements with nearly 30 schools in the state of Florida, uh, where these credits would directly go uh, into those following uh, universities. We also, in visual arts, are fortunate to have an associate in science photographic technology degree, which is 64 credits, where they really drill down in the photography area and get really specialized in a lot of the traditional materials and also the contemporary uh, methodologies. Uh, we also have an associate science graphics technology, similar, 
but what the graphics focus, the Adobe software, and all the contemporary trends in that area are, are really, really focused on. Uh, but we, uh, in visual arts, are, we do have a bachelor's degree, the Dr. Marjan Maza Bachelor of Applied Science in Business and Management, Graphic Design Management Concentration. Uh, that's the 120 credit bachelor's level degree that we're fortunate to have at PSC. Those students, they get a huge background in the graphic arts, the visual arts, but then they also get those uh, business management skills so they can go directly into the field and operate their own institutions uh, and work in and un really understand the holistic side of making it work financially as well. Uh, so that's, that's um, the different programs, the degrees that we have in the visual arts, but similar to Ken, it, it is super holistic. They, they learn everything and anything and we're very, very fortunate uh, in our areas to have all sorts of amazing equipment and access to not only all the contemporary materials, methodologies, and trends, but also the instructors ourselves that we have within our buildings. They are active uh, participating and practicing artists and musicians who are really leading the charge for our students. And it, it really becomes like a, a really great collective group environment where the students are feeding off the instructors, the instructors are feeding off the students, and it's really a kind of a thriving community that we're, we're building together. I agree. Yes. It's News Radio 92.3, the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm talking with Brian Weaver. He's the department head of Pensacola State Visual Arts. Dr. Kenneth Phillips, he's the department head of Pensacola State College Performing Arts. They're two separate artistic, I think, right? I mean, yeah. just goals and ways that you can get uh, your dreams met, your educational dreams met that are non-traditional somewhat. Yeah, but um, we're focused on the musician. He's focused on the artist. These students come to us. I want to yeah. be a musician. I, I want to be a music teacher. I want to be an art teacher. And we try to put them in front of the professors that are going to help them reach that goal. Why piano? Why, why is that in music something that has to happen? Well, with the piano, you have everything. You have every pitch that they're going to need to make music. It's also uh, whether they're going to be a music teacher, even a band director, there's going to be times they're going to have to sit down and comp a kid who's wow. playing a solo or something like that. Or uh, you take, uh, for example, my wife's one of the high school music teachers in the area. Somebody sends her a new piece of music. She's got to put it up on the piano and sit down and what does it sound like? So she, you know, we start developing that skill when they, some of them have it before, but most of them learn it when they come to college. Do you take people that are students that don't know any piano? Most of them are that way. Really? <laughs> Myself included. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And to graduate from their bachelor's degree, they have to pass a piano proficiency. So we start day one of freshman year getting them ready so that by the time they leave Pensacola State and they go to UWF, Florida, Florida State, or whatever, they are ready to walk into the piano classes there to get prepared for that piano proficiency. Man, this is not, well, 500 years ago, I went to Pensacola Junior College and I was in the music department. And when I, I'm just going to tell you, you know, I had to do that, which I already knew how to play the piano, but man, they take it to next level. Right. Next level. You've got to hear it. You got to do it. It was exciting. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, never graduated. Here's why. We're just going to throw this out there. I cannot do algebra. 
I cannot do algebra. They sent me through remedial, and I'm like, I don't understand why these letters and numbers are together. Now I've got a headache, so I'll see y'all later. But <laughs> and I love it, and I still it's still a dream of mine to make that happen, and yeah. I think I will. I think yeah. I will. But uh, Brian, you were saying something about the two plus two. Could you uh, elaborate on that and what that means for the student? So, so the traditional um, degree planning, the 60 credits, that gets you the associate level, whether that's the uh, associate arts that we offer here, the 64, which is that one sort of capstone class you tack on to the end, gets you that associate in science. Uh, but the two plus two, when the students are wanting to get a bachelor's in fine arts, they have to get to that 120 level. So if we're giving them 60, we're getting them halfway there. So that's the first two years of the school. And then tr the traditional track would be two more years being junior and senior level at another institution that can offer the BFA degrees. So some of our students who are interested in going into a little bit more uh, depth into the art practice or especially going into a K through 12 uh, teaching um, environment, a lot of them want to go into that four-year Bachelor's of Fine Arts programming that they can offer. And that two plus two agreement is, is something that PSC has been fortunate with Dr. Meadows, especially to yeah. really get that in place uh, with um, about 30 schools. I believe that honestly, I think it's 29 right now, but I, correct me if that's wrong, um, that the students, those credits sort of directly transfer in. So they don't have to repeat any of those, those classes going forward. So they get this really strong, robust foundations to, uh, planning and degree and background from PSC, and then they can take that on to further their education. Is Do you have the program, and I might not be understanding, because this is new to me, what you're talking about. And we're talking to Dr. Kenneth Phillips, uh, the department head of Pensacola State College Performing Arts, and Brian Weaver, he's the department head of Pensacola College, Pensacola State College Visual Arts. We're talking to them today about visual arts and performing arts and what you can achieve and what you can accomplish in those departments is it you know in in traditional education you can go finish out your high school while you're in finishing out you know some graduate high school with their associates Correct. is do y'all provide that for students yes through dual enrollment dual enrollment yeah because mm -hmm. i have a niece that's in photography mm -hmm. uh, at tate high school and I didn't know, and she's very artsy, you know, right. so that you do provide that. Yes, Correct. absolutely. And our, our charter academy as well uh, is just going through the roof. Dr. Karen McCabe oversees that. Um, they've they, The dual enrollment is just very, very robust, and a mm -hmm. ton of our students are going through there. We also have a lot of scholarships that are surrounding the dual enrollment and the high school students. Um, one of our scholarships that we just offered um, – this past year, this past academic year, actually went to uh, the Jocko's one goes to a photography student from a high school. But we also have other students that come out of Tate High School and all the Escambia, Santa Rosa uh, counties that that are eligible to come in and get really excellent funding. The Academic Excellence mm -hmm. Scholarship, which is provided through right. uh, Dr. Spicer's office, is a really competitive one. We were able to give out two this past year. That's thirty five hundred dollars. That's a big deal. Which is yeah. kind of a huge, huge amount. And with our education, our our, um, our programming and our credit structure is so economically affordable. We're around three hundred some, three fifty a class, which is crazy competitive. And those scholarships pay for that and then some. 
Um, so we were fortunate to have those. Uh, the dual enrollment people can feed off of that. They can get their associate's degree mm-hmm. while they're finishing out their high school. There's there's people that are walking during all of our ceremonies that if they're so proud, the families are proud, the students are proud, and then they directly go into our programs yep. for further education. It's, it's mm-hmm. a really awesome time here at Pensacola. Uh, and, and the education, what we've been able to help with the community, what we're able to work with the different high schools and the districts, uh, it's just been really fantastic and just a really resurgence. And the Jocko's scholarship that you mentioned briefly was is Jocko's Bayfront Restaurant Photography Scholarship. They're right here. You've been to Jocko's. You know you have. $1,500 scholarship. Some of the other scholarships available, uh, Academic Excellence, as you spoke of, uh, $900 per semester, Anna Lamar Switzer Endowed Scholarship, $3,750 per semester, the scholarships are there. The Pell Grants are there. The opportunity is there. So not having the money is really not a good reason not to get involved and apply and make your dreams come true. There's so many people um, who have given to help young people. Yes. Uh, in the music program, we have a couple of different kinds of scholarships. Um, we talked about the academic excellence. And what that does, it also helps bring an outstanding student to us. For example, this past year we gave one in music. Uh, that went to uh, Patrick Bonifay from Pensacola High School. And then one in theater went to Xander Smith. That If you saw our production of SpongeBob, the musical, Xander played SpongeBob. And um, I remember meeting him when he was a junior in high school and oh talking with goodness. his mother about his plan was to yeah. come to PSC. And then he auditioned for that scholarship and got it. The other kind of scholarships we have are the foundation scholarships that people give, that people give to um, th- to just help. Yeah. Whatever. And some of them, um, for example, the Cantonment Rotary. What? The Cantonment Rotary has a luncheon each year that, um, and they award it's not just performing arts scholarships. They give some to um, our nursing students. They give some to uh, some of the people in the the technical programs and stuff like that. And it's, it's a really nice uh, event where we go out and they have lunch and each student is brought up on stage and, and congratulated. Uh, then you have some that are, are memorials. For example, um, Leif Erickson. If you know who Leif Erickson is. Oh, yes. Uh, I can remember uh, people don't people who don't know, he was an actor in his big show was High Chaparral that we watched when we were little. <sighs> anyway, people many people don't know that his wife was from Pensacola and he retired to Pensacola and then... His family gave scholarship uh, to Pensacola State College. Mm-hmm. We have right? theater scholarships uh, in his name. Um, another one that um, the Jay Young scholarship. Jay Young. There was a band in the '80s in Pensacola called Velvet Melon. I remember. And uh, Jay was their singer, and he passed away unexpectedly. And uh, his family gave us uh, a scholarship in his name. And uh, so it's kind of cool to uh, uh, be able to give that scholarship out and and we've got a bunch of different ones uh then we get a grant from the florida theatrical association um and that's headed up by uh, dr debbie duma at at the college and uh there again uh we that that's supporting i think it's a thousand dollars per student and they usually give us about seven per year all right so as you said there's no reason for a student to say oh i can't afford to go to pensacola state because you can you You can. can if you want it bad enough and what I'm hearing, and what what is important to me, because we do live in a, um, mm, I want it now, society. Right. <laughs> I want it. I want to do this, and so I'm gonna, you know, I want it now. I don't want to know the nuts and but bolts and nuts of it. 
Right. And I think, and you are, y'all are both saying this, that's the most important part of the education. Because once you have that strong foundation in performance arts or visual arts, it, it makes you have more confidence. You know what you're talking about. And it only makes you better at your craft. Right. Is that true? Or? Much so. Oh, yes. It's, uh, so I'm, I'm encouraging y'all. Now, tell me again, just just say, hey, I want to go. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of this, but mm-hmm. it's so much information that you've shared. I haven't been able to take it all in. Where can I go to find out more? Uh, do you have Facebook? Is there online presence that we can find out more about? There is so much good stuff that is going on mm-hmm. for these students, and the word needs to be out about it so they mm-hmm. can participate and not just uh, sit there and think, I have no hope, and watch their dreams flitter away. I mean, right. this is good. Where can we go to find out more? Well, we, we, uh, we partner up with Sheila Nichols, who oversees our marketing communications department. She oversees a lot of our social media, and we're able to have our own uh, interdepartmental websites, too, that we're maintaining. Uh, but we do have the, all the online social platforms where there's tons and tons of content for students to look at. But the PSC website is, is also very robust in all its information and, and offerings there. The scholarships that we've been talking about, there's direct links that go to that, that go to the over 300 different scholarships that the students have access to, including mm-hmm. all the ones that we've been talking about internally. Uh, and Andrea Krieger, who oversees the foundations, Mackenzie Francis, who oversees the scholarships directly, they're fantastic at making sure that those are linked up with our students. Uh, Madeline Heller, Dr. Spicer, upper administration, mm-hmm. everybody. It's a huge team effort. So the the content, it's overwhelming in how much is available. And then that ready, I need this now culture that you, that you uh, mentioned, uh, the stu- whatever they need, it's there. And they also have access to our in-house advisors, which are fantastic that the students can come and talk to our, pro, our program advisors mm-hmm. in our own buildings, also Dr. Phillips and myself, can set aside time and, and tour, happy, happy to right. tour around our facilities and talk about the different programs. So the, the, um, the open enrollment admissions is mm-hmm. also ongoing. The scholarships, yep. they apply for that once a year, and mm-hmm. it allows them to be uh, eligible for up to those 300 plus. We have all those other external funding, and, and the, again, the foundations department, which does a fantastic job in connecting us with all sorts of different entities like the Rotary that you mentioned and right. other uh, things like Jocko's and our Tell Gallery and, and all these other uh, affiliations that we have are just, again, fantastic educational programming mm-hmm. at PSC. But I, w- I want to add to that. The best thing they can do is get on campus. Just come to campus. You're not sure where to go. Knock on a door. Knock on an office and say, hi, I want to be an art major. I want to be a music major. I want to be a business major. And there's somebody who's going to help you get to the place where you need to go. Yeah. Um, th- th- that, to me, is the most important thing. You, you can sit and look at stuff on your phone all day or on your computer. But, you know, I like to bring them into my building yes. and show them the Ashmore Auditorium. I envy his building. He's got a beautiful Mac lab. Yeah. I mean, it is top-notch, state-of-the-art. It's Pensacola's expert panel, News Radio 92.3. We're talking with uh, Dr. Phillips from, he's the department head of the performing arts, and Brian Weaver, Pensacola's College Visual Arts. We just have a few more minutes, and I don't want to miss hitting uh, on these things, the community involvement, Coral Society of Pensacola, the Pensacola Civic Band, you are Ashmore. You've got nonprofit groups and events. You're available for those to come in. Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Let's talk about it. You got a few more minutes. I want to yeah. know. 
Um, we started planning Margaritaville over a year ago. All right. B- before the passing of, of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. And, um, and when we did, we started, there's a lot of things that go into planning a production. Everything from budget, uh, the the people, the musicians that you're going to hire to play in your pit group, auditioning students, our uh, department, uh, our theater director, Dr. Rodney Watley, he's looking at students and he's looking at, I want this student to play mm-hmm. this role. I mm-hmm. want this student to play this role. Or, or like when we had the uh, uh, the summer show, which is the high school students, and he's recruiting those students. He's saying, hey. Larry's going to be this, and yeah. Xander's going to be this in this show. So that's a lot of fun. So, when is it going to be? Okay, so it is the last two weekends in October. Friday and Saturday are, are um, 7.30, Sunday matinee at 2.30. You can get your tickets, 484-1847. Ask for Heather or Marley. They will uh, help you. They're, they're the pros. They know how to get you your tickets. Uh, what about the Meeting of the Minds Parrot Head Festival? Oh, now that is something <laughs> Dr. Watley found out about. And uh, apparently, I did not know this was happening, but it is happening during the week between our two productions or our two shows. In Pensacola? Uh, actually, they're going over to Lulu's. All right. Oh, oh and uh, Gulf Shores. Mm-hmm. Gulf Shores and, and Lulu's. And okay. they're going to go over on, I think, Tuesday the 24th at 6 o'clock, and they're going to perform a couple of uh uh, numbers from the show at the, in this whole meeting of the minds period. Apparently, it's a festival that goes on three. Or oh, four it's days. a thing. Is it a big thing? It's a thing. Yeah. All right, we don't want to miss talking about Foo Foo Fest right around the corner. What do we have happening with that? And in visual arts, we have Scott Andreessen, who's coming in from New Orleans. He's a mixed media artist, and it's really fantastic work. We're installing it as we speak right now. His exhibition is called "I Carry My Landscape With Me." The opening uh, event reception is on November 7th from 5 to 7.30 p.m. in the uh, Anna Lamar Center for Visual Arts. And that's going to be a fantastic exhibition. We also have Inspired by Place that's ongoing. Uh, that is in the Lamar studio. The opening reception for that is November 14th uh, from 6 to 8.30 that night. That is for photographers. Guys, thank you. Gentlemen. There's so much information. This is so exciting for Pensacola State College. Get all the details. Find out more at PensacolaStateCollege.org. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having us. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor, and here's what's happening. A Milton couple who was in Israel last weekend when the Hamas attacks began has arrived back home safely. We'll talk about that story and more after Fox News on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Multiple officers shot in Minnesota. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. Sheriff's officials in Benton County just confirming that five law enforcement officers have been shot and wounded today near the city of Princeton, northwest of Minneapolis. The officers are from multiple agencies. No details yet on exactly what happened, but at this point, the suspect is not in custody. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Tel Aviv meeting with the Israeli Prime Minister and survivors of Saturday's massacre, including including a 24-year-old woman who managed to escape the music festival attacked by Hamas, telling Blinken... We were saved by miracle, but there are friends that we love that weren't, that aren't. 
The number of Americans killed has risen to 25. Israeli forces continue to target Gaza, where the power is also cut off. The siege of Gaza is absolute, at least according to Israel's uh, energy secretary, Israel Katz. He says no light switch will be turned on, no hydrant will be open, no fuel truck will enter the Gaza Strip. This despite pleas from the Red Cross who say that the hospitals in Gaza are turning into morgues. Fox is Mike Tobin near the border. The Palestinian prime minister says he's working with Egypt to open corridors for humanitarian aid and to end what he calls crimes by the Israeli army. More than 70 million Americans who get Social Security benefits will have a much smaller cost of living boost next year, 3.2 percent. It was more than 8 percent this year because of high inflation. The cost of living increase, or COLA, takes effect in January. It's based on the Labor Department's estimate of what Americans paid for things from July through September compared with a year ago. Fox's Ginny Cosola. House Republicans hold another closed-door meeting at this hour, a day after nominating Steve Scalise to be House Speaker, but he's still trying to win enough support for a full House vote. America is listening to Fox News. For over a decade, Simply Safe has revolutionized home security, and our latest advancement is here: 24/7 LiveGuard protection, only from Simply Safe. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/radio. Advanced home security, 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up? <sighs> I'm tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Align bloating relief plus food digestion. A probiotic, right? Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule. Align bloating relief plus food digestion from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Learn more at alignprobiotics.com. Good morning. It's 1103, 62 degrees and drizzly in Pensacola. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. A 44-year-old Pensacola man died after a crash on I-10 this morning. Happened about 5.30 a.m. in the west.